0: views, your news, your Limerick
1: Today with Joe on Live 95. Uh, We're going to have a chat with our panel because it is our Friday morning coffee break and delighted to welcome to the studio someone that I've had on this panel a few times recently but on uh, the phone, Declan Hughes from Fly com in Limerick. You're welcome, Declan. Good morning. Good to morning, you. Joe. And on the line, we have Helen O'Donnell of Team Limerick Cleanup and so many other things. And uh, Jen Ronan, a uh, very well-known blogger and a uh, regular guest on this show as well. And you're welcome. Good morning uh, to both Good of morning, you Joe. as well. Good morning. No, Helen, because you were in hospitality for so long, I have to <laughs> ask you about James James Corden who was abusive to a <laughs> restaurant staff member, something to do with the egg not being the way it should have been. Was it too runny or not runny enough or whatever? And he did a lot of roaring and shouting and screaming. What did you make of it? And the egg and mixed
2: with the egg yolk. Oh, he has terrible problems, that man. Obviously, he was having a very, very bad day and unfortunately, hospitality. And From time to time, we come up against people who are not having their best day and you always try and Smile, and you know, in the business, we always say the customer is always right. So you have to uh, tolerate it and placate uh, them as much as possible. But obviously, he was—you know—he yelled; and he, he was really rude. And you,
1: your line is just a story. little echoey there, Helen. If you can come a little bit closer to the phone, it would be great. Okay, yeah.
2: yeah he was subsequently—he was subsequently thrown out of the restaurant. Uh, I see, um, but uh, profusely apologised. He must really like the place, and they said they would have him back. So he's. Uh, A man in a lot of trouble and he got a lot of headlines out of it. Negative, I would say, because nobody, you know, unfortunately in the business, um, people are sometimes (laughs) rude to staff and it's it's, um, totally out of order because, you know, people are doing their best they can to the best of their ability and uh, it's not fair to be rude to staff or to proprietors of a business. Um, Can can I
1: ask you this? What is the right way, in, in your view, right, if something does go wrong, And it can go wrong, you know, in any workplace or in any restaurant or whatever. What is the right approach for um, uh, a customer to take?
2: Well, I, I would honestly encourage customers if things aren't right um, to um, take it up. But I would encourage them to perhaps, perhaps ask for a supervisor or you know somebody who's who's on duty today that um, I'd like to speak to. You know, a manager, because if you uh, sometimes speak to staff who mightn't have a lot of experience, they might be terribly thrown by it, taken back by it. So I would always ask for somebody in charge and then um, address. The, you know the issue with them and you know if you're paying and now we pay really good money for food um you're entitled to have the very best food that you can get for that money and um i do believe it should be really right and if mm. it's not you should take it up but i would say ask for the manager or the person in charge because i would frequently have um you know had the experience of somebody saying you know look at i want this and not that or i asked for this and not <clears> that and um, I would then deal with it myself yeah. or I would have designated because if I wasn't there.
1: Yeah, because oh. I, had, I had an absolutely horrendous experience um, in a hotel <coughs> up the country a couple of years ago. Well, yeah, about 80 months ago maybe. Horrendous experience. It was awful the, and mm-hmm. um, just totally unacceptable. Um, mm-hmm. But um, the pe- the person sent up to our room to deal with us was obviously okay. one of the junior members. Mm-hmm. So w- when, when she came to the door, I opened the door and I said, look, your best bet is to get out of here as fast as you can and send, <laughs> and, and send a manager because yeah. um, let's just say I have things to say and yeah. I, I, it's not fair for them no. to have sent you up yeah. to to, yeah. to deal with me.
2: Yeah, no, you know, management should take responsibility, and that's what their job is, is to take responsibility. And it's terribly unfair to let junior people take the wrath of a customer or deal with something that they're not experienced or don't have the skill set to deal with. Um, And, you know, that's extremely inappropriate. It should have been somebody from management who came to your room to deal with it and deal with it appropriately and
1: make sure that you were happy going away as a customer well, I, 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 as it happens I wasn't happy going away as a customer but I did give I, I did have yeah. the opportunity to um, discuss it robustly with a member of uh, of management, yes. Um, yes. and uh, um,
3: yes. what do you think, Declan? Yeah, uh, do you know what my my father was a waiter in the Treaty Cafe, and he loved that job. And I always always have the highest respect and admiration for people working in restaurants and hotels, the hospitality industry is very tough industry to work in. And please and thanks goes a long way, Joe. Please mm-hmm. and thanks, mm-hmm. and, you know, mm-hmm. a bit of appreciation for yeah. what to do because yeah. it's long hours and it's it can be grueling. And, and stuff, so yeah, I'm embarrassed for for James because as a man i mean get get over yourself, it's an egg, do you know what I mean <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's an egg,
1: and, and I mean, I look there are you know there, there are different ways of looking at this, and some some people will suggest he's a very high profile figure that maybe it's not his first offense mm-hmm. and it's then, not his
0: first offense uh, at all. <laughs> I've seen lots of lots have of you have online. you Jen yeah? yeah, yeah, there's a I subscribe to this very old school email gossip thing every week, and uh they get a lot of anonymous um, things out, allegedly. But it, basically, everybody's opinion of James Corden is not a good one. Um, kind of the common garden man on the street. They just don't like him. Whereas I actually... Gavin and Stacey was one of my favourite shows of all time. See, so see, I, I, lovely, I, you know? I like him. Yeah. and yeah, is a performer. Guy. And, yeah. And I was thinking, just why, you know, because he looks so nice. But all of these stories coming in are very much along the same line as what mm. he was dealing with with the egg yolk thing. There was a story of uh, a woman allegedly on the same flight as him. And uh, there was a woman sitting next to him with a baby and the baby was fussing and he just put his headphones on and he put his phone down and the man thought, God was very patient of him, you know, to be sitting next to a woman with a baby. Turns that out it was his child. Yeah. You know. But, and but, but the, but the thing only, and the only thing i say is so.
1: he he do, he's also a character that splits opinion generally. You know, he can he does, be yeah. somebody that people love to hate. And I, I wonder yeah. in those instances, does he attract, you know, the anonymous tip that isn't true from time to time as well? He probably
0: mm. does, but there is a lot there's a lot of stories involving him dealing with people in the service, and like that kind of thing. He's very diva-like, uh, apparently. Right. And it's not that's not when I saw that story, I just rolled my eyes because I'd seen stories like that before. But like, never mess with somebody who's making you food. Don't you ever mess with someone who's making. You well, food. Yeah. Yes. You yes, know, yes, be yes. nice about it. <laughs> thank <you>. that's, a, <laughs> that's, a, that's,
1: that's rule a, number one. Yes. <laughs> yes. You're you're absolutely right. It's, it's not the most <laughs> sensible approach. No. Yeah. Yeah, you never know what's going on in that kitchen.
0: Absolutely, yeah. But even like, I know, I I tried waitressing, and I'm absolutely, I was useless at it. Now, I apologize to anyone I ever served, because I couldn't do it. So I I saw, like, years ago, 25 years ago, how difficult it is to actually be a good waiter, Do you know, like, to to balance things. So immediately when I go to a restaurant, I make best friends with whoever's looking after me, because I understand completely. And also, I'm fussy. Like, I don't eat dairy, so most things on the menu have dairy in them. So I start off by apologizing. I go, okay, very sorry. Right? Have you got a pen? (laughs) I just say, you know, can I get this without that? And uh, because I befriend
1: them, because, you know, it's, it's hard enough. Um, and and then there's there's uh, Leo Varadkar this week, oh. who, who in fairness him I, I think was probably trying to say oh you God. know uh, isn't Matt a great fella my my <laughs> partner and look what he's done and I'm going to take a picture of the fridge and he's prepared she all the meals and the next the thing here's the Food Safety Authority of Ireland releasing statements <laughs> going oh geebros you have to have lids on and oh <laughs> <laughs> lids on what though what was he eating well, on? no they look like insoles uh, uh, food, I, I think no, you very very see, I, I, think, I think that's bad. very unfair to put on Matt. You know, because, like, Leo didn't say, oh, I made these myself. He said, my partner, Matt, look at him. Isn't he brilliant? And he's prepared the food. And now, poor old Matt, who, in the end, is not elected to anything anywhere and does his own thing in life. He suddenly is the subject of all this um, international criticism of his food preparation. Oh, he just,
0: Leo, Leo comes across as the anti-crack, doesn't he? He's just, stop it now. And he looks like he'd be great. And then he comes up with this fridge full of stuff, like, and then he talks about his Battenberg birthday cake. I've had hangovers that were more cracked than his birthday.
1: Ah, uh, no, that's, no not that's not fair. Not. Go, 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 on, <laughs> go on, Helen, go on. Oh, stop. It's the most
2: colourless fridge I've ever seen in my life. you
1: are at it as well. <laughs> oh, <laughs> poor, thing, poor, poor, poor Matt. old Matt. Oh, Jenny oh, Mackers. Oh,
2: oh, oh, oh. <laughs> But no, I'll tell you, he was awful foolish to put that up. I've never yeah. in all my life and I have a abhorrence of um, I won't be going to dinner any time soon. <laughs> there anyhow of uh, reheated food. I just can't bear it. But but so,
1: hell no, like if people yeah. if people are busy, you know, and they've got Very things to busy, be yeah. doing and you know, like yeah. they're they're off they're, you know, he's he's off <laughs> ha- uh, kinda running the country at the moment. Soon we'll be again. Yeah, you'd have a stir fry <laughs> done as fast as you'd have any <laughs> of that reheated yeah. food.
2: A microwave. A packet of noodles. Oh, out, ah,
1: ladies. You know, don't ah, own one. Don't ah, own one. Do you, know, do you know, I'm looking across here. at. De- I think Declan has a bit more sympathy. Do you, Declan? No, <laughs>
3: no, 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 no. He should, I mean, with Leo, right, he should be eating at the Shelburne or something. He should not be eating, like, I'm cold omelettes no, with no, a slice of ham on wait, top. of no, a no, oh, Hang on Wait a minute, no, wait
1: a minute no. Leo's the fellow who only a couple of weeks ago was telling us not to turn on the kettle between five and seven in the evening. When most of us are at our busiest because of electricity, so maybe they are doing the meals in the middle of the night and they're doing it for energy saving
3: purposes. I actually agree. I don't think we should like at five to seven in the evening if you put on a kettle. I think we should open a bottle of red wine at five to seven in <laughs> the morning. <laughs> <laughs> mind to tea it's a wine Shiraz oh, right so anyway Leo
1: I think my understanding is he took down the post subsequently um, oh. uh, well I, I, apparently it's not been seen on his Instagram since last night somebody's telling me here when the, when the listeners are saying so they've obviously been keeping a close eye on it oh, I bet you that food tasted wonderful I bet oh, you it did.
0: You're just being devil's advocate now, it No, I'm like not. I w
1: I bet you I bet you when you did whatever you had to do with it in terms of heating or whatever the instructions on the plastic sheet was, I <laughs> I I bet you went, hmm. No, yummy. it just
0: looks like one of those like uh, you know, kids' kitchens with play doh yeah, stuff and fridge so like and That
1: is so harsh.
0: I know I'm very crabby today. I don't have to <laughs> like you, although I do know what it. <laughs>
1: Now we were chatting about uh, the menopause earlier in the week, and uh, it was World Menopause Day on Tuesday. And uh, the Bank of Ireland has introduced menopause leave. And I think Declan, you and I are perfectly placed to talk about the men-
3: <laughs> the main menopause. Of the- <laughs> is that the night sweats?
1: Is it? Or, I, I mean, mean why sh- why should we talk to the women yeah. on the panel well, about well, the well, pass. menopause? <laughs> pass. <laughs> no seriously Jen <laughs> <laughs> sorry I was just typing
0: on my CV there for Bank of Ireland so I get menopause
1: leave. Uh, <laughs> so well I suppose there, there are two questions first of all the, the concept there of menopause leave from Bank of Ireland the, the fact that you know and, and the, there's a very effective advertising campaign on this and other radio stations this week on um, menopause And and you know are we finally shedding some light on the issue
0: yeah, I like, I'm 44 now, so I've been waiting for years for an excuse to blame my behavior on something else rather than, you know, PMS. So I'm like, yes, it's the next phase. I can write off anything now. And now. No, I, I'm heading into it. I think I did perimenopause. I don't know, but I'm, I'm only just learning about it myself really in detail because I'm coming to that age now where it's starting to kind of happen and I'm looking back over things going, but that part of it. Now? So it's so, um, Layers, you know, there's so many layers to it and and the stages of women and hormones, there's far more than we realize. Um, I remember I was on the Lane Show a couple of years ago and they had a a hormone uh, endocrinologist, I think, and she was talking how there's five stages in a woman's life, whereas I'd only thought there was maybe three, you know, and she was going into the perimenopause and I'd never heard of that before. Um, I've heard of menopause, obviously, you know, and i would seen my mom go through it and everything. But the peri, I'd never heard of, so that opened up a whole new world of looking at these things and kind of go, "Geez, with symptoms, it's just never, it's never ending. These things, these changes, these evolutions, and these, you know, the hormones, it's just, it's never ending." So I'm kind of, I'm looking forward to it, but also terrified. I have no idea what's yeah. ahead, you know. And yeah. I think it's every woman; it's different for every woman. Yeah.
2: You know,
1: um, Helen.
0: Um,
2: I'm <laughs> I'm uh, well past uh causal <laughs> issues, thank God. And, and I'm a very lucky woman. I had very um very little or no um problems, or at least if I had it didn't have time to talk or think about it. Mm-hmm. But I do think that anything that um throws light on this subject uh, for women who do have very serious problems is a good thing. And um, you know, in fair play to get, the bank. Obviously, they're going to get a lot of positive uh, publicity out of it. But um, anything that encourages awareness and understanding of all women's issues, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm talking about young women with period problems and uh, right up to uh, women with menopause issues. I think anything that um, throws light on this it's a very positive, a good thing. Um, mm-hmm. Because for far too long, people didn't talk about it. Men yeah. didn't talk about it. And it was very much pushed under the carpet. And it is very much a part of women's life. I have worked and know friends who have had huge challenges, you know, um, can't sleep at night, have, you know, hot sweat and have to get mm-hmm. up and change the bedding uh, because they're so uncomfortable. So I do think that where people have very severe effects, it should be um, talked about. And, you know, Fair Place Bank, perhaps others will follow
0: yeah and yeah. I think a lot of it is um you know women pick up um like survival tips from each other on the grapevine rather than from mm-hmm. medical uh, like articles and stuff now it's coming to the fore, but mostly it was about like talking to you know your you know your friends or your your you know grandmother or mother and all that kind of stuff. it was all word of mouth and stuff that worked for people, but there was no sort of objective data you know on on the the symptoms and things like that in as open as you can get it now. So I'd be hearing things on the fly from people going, oh, trust me, when you get to this age and then you pick up these things as you go along in your life, you know, and people saying like, oh, hormone replacement. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. And then someone says, oh, don't do it, it'll wreck you. And then all these other things. So it's nice to see it coming to the fore so you can actually yeah. do a bit of research yourself yeah, and actually yeah. get because, up Because, I mean, to it,
1: you know, there, there are treatments <laughs> that a, a lot of women swear by, aren't there? Yeah,
0: yeah. And some people don't like anything, which is mm. fine as well. But it's just about knowing... Like, what's good for you? And then you have the thing of, you know, like I deal with mental health issues. So I'm thinking, Jesus, what what effect is that going to have on, say, my medication, what I'm taking? Is it going to kick off a load of other stuff? And that's quite frightening as well. And I don't think people talk about those two either. Hopefully, that will come into it as well for people, for women with mental health issues. Is the menopause going to throw you off the medication that you're on now? Do you need to change it? All of this kind of stuff, you know. So it's great to
1: see it kind of coming into the, the public eye, you know. Declan, uh, would you like to speak on behalf of
3: all on this subject? <laughs> well, well, as an ex-shop steward, right, <laughs> anything that improves workers' benefits, rights and entitlements is a positive thing. And uh, Like, obviously, the, the menopause would be very mentally draining for, for more, some people, maybe most people. And, uh, you know, to, to get time out from that is a good thing okay uh, so uh, sure listen I suppose we'll talk for a few minutes about what's going on across the water um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Alexis
0: as Prime
1: Minister that's what I <laughs> let it, isn't it Alexis <laughs> is that what's going on so uh, Liz uh, Truss uh, she's mm-hmm. uh, she's she's gone there uh, uh, six weeks as a <clears> Prime <throat> Minister there in the UK and uh, they're looking for another one a new one or, <laughs> w- or will it be the same one they had before Liz back again <laughs> or um, <clears throat> what do you think Helen Oh,
2: it's you know if this if this is happening here, we'd be severely embarrassed. But thank goodness, you know, it's uh, in a country that have they ruled the world over decades, and suddenly they're at this uh, crisis in their existence. It's shocking. It's truly shocking. And um, I really feel uh, if I was over there, I'd be shouting for a general election because I think people mm. should decide um, the future in terms of. Uh, you know, who's going to be Prime Minister, this flip-flopping. And it's hugely damaging for their economy. You know, if they had enough trouble, and I have friends and Mm. relations living in England, you know, there's a lot of challenges in that country. And I think um, this has been incredibly deflecting from the issues. And um, I said they're in a very serious position. Um, And this, you know, now they can um, magic up a a new Prime Minister in uh, less than a week. It's extraordinary. It's, quite, it's extraordinary to watch and I'm absolutely riveted to it. I was asking people during the week what's the betting and how long she'll last before this happened. I was sorry nobody gave me a good price because I thought this cannot go on. It was just incredible to watch and it, it, it's truly shocking that it's happening uh, in a country that we're so powerful and I think they're um, damaging their, um, their reputation internationally every time they think, you know, every day of the week. Yeah, I mean, I mean
1: it, 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 re, it really does
3: feel farcical, doesn't it? It does, yeah. When I when I heard her call, Michal Martin, to th- the tea sock to the tea <clears> sho- I said, this isn't going to last. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I was rooting for her. I was hoping, like, I mean, Boris Johnson, you know, with everything that went on in the past, I hope he doesn't make a return. I hope it's somebody else. But I think I do agree with the girls. They should go to general election and let the people decide.
1: Yeah, you see, the thing is, of course, Jen, they don't want to. I mean, the Tories know that if they go now, should their most of their seats will be gone and they probably have this bizarre notion in their heads that if they can put somebody in who can steady the ship a bit and maybe the economy will improve, I think they don't have to have an election over there until January 2025 at the latest. So they might think mm. we're as well off hanging on in there. Why would we hand the keys of Downing Street to Keir Starmer and the Labour Party?
0: It's cra- I can't keep up with it. I mean, I've been following it mostly from Twitter because it's been so funny. Like the lettuce thing was hilarious. I saw that last week, and I sent it on to the boyfriend. I said, "Look, they're they're betting on whether the lettuce will last longer," and I just laughed and thought, oh, Yeah, and it turned out it did. It it's lasted far like They put a wig on it and everything. Now,
1: yeah, I, I did, and <laughs> gave it champagne. Apparently, Amory yeah. was saying earlier on just to say, "Well done for for surviving." Um, <laughs> but but the only thing about it is, um, Helen, it wouldn't be you know. Conducive, I would think, to maybe women being uh, entering politics. Would you? I mean, Liz Truss was like she got a desperate going over. Now, I, I listen. The competence issue is there, and that's fair enough. Mm. But she really did get a terrible ta- going over, didn't she?
2: Well, unfortunately, I think in, you know, in this age of social media, <clears throat> anybody no more than Leo in the fridge. You know, if you're foolish enough to put up a photograph of your fridge, <laughs> you know, people are waiting uh, with bated breath to um, savage you. And uh, mm. I think you know we've known from local um, councillors and people who have been quite outspoken on this in, in Limerick that um, you are leaving yourself open to a lot of abuse. And women, unfortunately, mm. um, have been have been uh, sort of at that edge of uh, abuse, and it's not nice. It's not nice. But I think you know yeah. if, you, if you're going to politics, you mm. have to have a tougher skin well, um, than, than that. Okay. And, uh, okay. The, well,
1: well, look, we, you know in, we, not we, we want to try and, and finish the program uh, on, on a significant uh, high for one listener. So I am going to thank you very much, um, our panel, for joining us this morning. Blogger Jen Ronan, Helen O'Donnell of Team Limerick Cleanup and Declan Hughes in the studio here from flycruisestay.com in uh, Limerick. Uh, so we wish uh, all of you a very good weekend indeed. Your views, your news, your
0: Limerick Today with Joe Netsch on Live 95.